Welcome to Chatterbat Breakdown, the world's most self-indulgent podcast. <laughs> this has always been the case. However, we have just started a new season based on the Ace Attorney Investigation Games, which is going to be more self-indulgent than ever, because secretly this is what I've been wanting to get to the whole time. As you may be able to tell by the fact that I was like, no, let's do Apollo Justice later. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, since it's a new season, we should reintroduce ourselves and the concept of the show, I think, because I think this is a good jumping on point. I know fewer people have played the Investigations games, so I'm hoping that we can provide an interesting way in for people, maybe. Yeah. So who are you? Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> um, I'm Jake Estella. Why are you calling uh, me every Sunday for the past <laughs> six months? <laughs> I'm Jake Estella, and my job is to bother Diego every Sunday into recording this podcast <laughs> with me. And that's because I've played the Estelle games a bunch of times, including investigations, whereas Diego had only played the first game, so since then I've been dragging him along through this adventure with me for his first time reactions. Yeah, that's me, the uh, newie in the Ace Attorney series. Yeah. It's been a great time, actually, so thank you for yeah. doing this. You're welcome. We already did the whole, like, oh my god, this show means so much to us at the end of last season, so we can't do it again now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm curious about your reaction to uh, Mars Edgeworth Investigates. What, what's the official name of this game? I don't even know. It's it's just Ace Study Investigations Mars Edgeworth, I think. I think so, yeah. I'm curious about it because you DM'd me yesterday and you said, I should have pulled up the exact message, but you said, I finished the first case of investigations, lots to talk about tomorrow. And I was like, God damn, I want to hear this so bad, but I have to wait until recording. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're also missing the fact that I also say like, mmm, mmm. Right, it's, yeah. Uh, I think it's an introduction case. The, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's different. That's the thing. <laughs> it's it's different than what uh, we've been playing for the past few months. So mm -hmm. that's true. Do you want to speak on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, at least for this like first case, which for like benefit of the doubt or whatever, they're always like introductory in, in many ways, especially like the first case of like the first game. So it's fine that it's mostly just like uh, showing you the ropes, showing you like the new uh, mechanics and like some of the new like characters or whatever. And a lot of returning characters, really. But I don't know. I mean, I think this case mostly happens in, like, two different rooms, basically. And it really is just an investigation. There isn't, like, a trial or anything like that in your regular Ace Attorney game. So it's a different pace all around, which it's fine, I think. But yeah, this is, like, actual investigation, not just, like, going back and <laughs> forth through places and being like, oh, I finally can talk to this person now. I wouldn't say I have mixed feelings, because we literally just started, like, diving into it but i also didn't know what to expect i think yeah so i hadn't honestly thought about the fact that it is it does play differently from the trilogy so like you said we have more investigation which is like uh you get a little tiny pixel edgeworth that you get to like walk <laughs> around with like you know physically control like in a 3d space and you have to like investigate the rooms that way and like you said this one takes place in like a small area and then i think it's interesting you said there's no trials because that is I kind mean, of yeah. <laughs> do you want to do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> I mean, they're like it's like everything's integrated, right? Yeah. Because you have like testimonies that happen like in between the investigation, and it basically plays like what you would do during trials. Mm -hmm. I mean, th there isn't like an official trial, 
but that basically plays out the same, I think, which is fine, but it's it's different. It's not like that divided, I think, like one day for investigation, one day for a trial, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then reasons or whatever. So yeah, the pace is different. That's a thing, I guess. Yeah, and I think these games, um, I don't want to say they struggle with this, but the thing about it is, right, this whole series... Or the two spin-off games are both about a prosecutor, right? But also they know that what you want to do is defend people because it's the Ace Attorney series. So what they kind of end up doing is putting you in these situations where you still have to pick people's testimony apart for various different reasons, basically. So obviously in this case, what you kind of end up doing is you sort of end up defending three people, right? First you're defending yourself as Edgeworth. Uh, then you're defending Gumshoe, and then you're defending Maggie, who is back. I guess the Gumshoe's also back, but we kind of expected that, I think. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that. I expected all of this. Um, Actually, no. I mean, I should say, I forgot that Maggie came back in this. I actually don't remember these games. Definitely not as much as the trilogy. So that's going to be interesting. How many times has you played this? I think maybe I've only played this one once. Okay. I've played Investigations 2 twice, I think. Hmm. I think. Because I remember playing Investigations 2 again, like recently-ish, like within the past two years or something. But I don't think I played the first one. So maybe I'm kind of blind here, because I would have played it like, I don't know, more than five years ago, maybe eight years ago, something like that. So yeah, just to kind of cap off that discussion of like the overall structure and stuff, I guess it is like this weird combination of like different from before and like they're clearly trying to make it work in the same way. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think your kind of feeling on that is interesting because I felt like I went into this really, really excited and like my first half of my notes are like screaming because the first half is like basically an introduction to Edgeworth or a reintroduction. But, you know, they kind of have to introduce him just in case you've never played an Ace Attorney game before. And it's like this fantastic characterization, especially kind of knowing the thematic and like plot beats of this game so I was really really excited and then you can kind of see my notes getting less excited as we go through like I think I wouldn't say the pacing is off just because it's not very long but it's definitely not like super interesting as a case by itself but like yeah. you say it is a tutorial so who knows I'm, I'm really curious to see how that goes for the rest of it because I, I know that well I don't want to bias your opinion <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing <laughs> until we get there <laughs> yeah I mean it's just like yeah, and towards the end, I was like more optimistic about what's to come because they lay down a lot of groundwork for that. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, it's fine. <laughs> it's not that like I hated the case or anything. It's just like it, it was very much a tutorial, and I was like, okay. And as for the structure yourself, I was thinking you play the Professor Layton games, and I was mm-hmm. wondering whether they were like more similar to this or not. Question. I think it's difficult to say because the Layton games, like, is so broken up by the puzzles, right? Oh, right, yeah. So I think this is closer still to the Ace Attorney formula. It's just like you say, it's a bit more, like, all put together. Like, you don't go, like, the sort of testimony parts are part of the investigation and you don't have, like, a very, very long trial section. And I mean, those trial sections are so good at, like, building and then, like, crescendoing in tension. So I can see why it's like, oh, that's a little bit like worrying <laughs> but there are other ways to do that so yeah i'm curious like i said i really don't remember this very well so i'm curious to see how it goes from here cool so you want to start from the top mm-hmm. yeah okay so this case begins with edgeworth returning from europe where he has been for a month and immediately going to his office even though it's the middle of the night which is very funny <laughs> and 
we go into his office and he's like, oh, weird, it smells like blood in here, but it's like dark and he can't really tell what it is. And well, one thing he does say about it is like, oh, that's a really familiar smell. And I'm like, Edward, that's not good. You shouldn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) But almost immediately he is confronted by a man with a gun who's behind him. So he can't see his face and we don't really see him either. He's like in shadow for the player, which is really interesting because I skipped the part where at the beginning we see who the killer was in that case, right? And by the end of the case, there's kind of the implication that those are two different people. But actually, the implication is kind of there from the beginning because we see Portsman, who is this sports jock guy. You did write (laughs) evil sports gay man, which is very distracting to me, (laughs) but also accurate. So we see that, and then we don't see who the the gunman is who threatens Edgeworth. Edgeworth obviously assumes that this person with the gun is responsible for the body in his office, and basically threatens him and says, no one gets away with committing murder in my office, and I was just imagining, like, (laughs) how badly that could have gone for him, and he just gets killed 30 seconds into his own game. Um, but he doesn't. The guy with the gun leaves, and we, like you said, basically start investigating this scene. There is a, a lot of chaos. There is a dead body on the floor, obviously, is the main thing, but also all of Edgeworth's files have been pushed over. The chest set has been knocked over. It's very sad. And this is where we really get our Edgeworth characterization, which just made me lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> I guess the first thing that happens is that Gumshoe shows up, right? Yay. But no, no more Gumshoe song, which is sad. That's true. That's very true. You did say that the investigation song is a bop, which is true. So maybe that can be your new Gumshoe song. <laughs> yeah. So as they're investigating the scene, obviously Gumshoe like is talking about his office basically to... Uh, sorry, Edgeworth is talking about his office basically to Gumshoe. And, you know, like, we already have talked about how Edgeworth's office is, like, so characterful for him as a person. (laughs) Like, the Steel Samurai statue, which he says, It's a good thing my Steel Samurai doll was spared any harm. To which I wrote, I'm not gonna make it through this game. (laughs) (laughs) And then he asks Gumshoe, do you know about this show? And Gumshoe says no. And he immediately, like, starts talking about how, like, all these details about the show and then Gumshoe's like oh it seems like you know a lot about this and he's like no I don't know anything about this don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) and then when it comes to the king of prosecutors trophy he says only I can determine my worth which I wrote I am not going to make it through this game once again (laughs) because um spoilers but that's very thematically sort of Edgeworth's arc I'm allowed to say that because that has been through the whole of the original trilogy and we are picking up right after that I should say actually um I looked this up and this case takes place like a month after Bridge to a Turnabout right so actually for me and Diego we took about a month off in between recording so it's about accurate (laughs) (laughs) so exploring this office is, is very very fun to me Edgeworth also continues to bully Gumshoe which I was like uh, Edgeworth, you're supposed to have grown as a person. Stop doing that. Yeah, Gumshoe gets a little shit in this case. And I don't know yeah. why. It's because Edgeworth is still kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> At least through this case. Who knows whether he'll improve. And then Portsman runs in, which is very fun. I love it in an Ace Attorney case when the murderer shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and we know it's the murderer. But of course, Edgeworth and Gumshoe don't know that yet. And yeah, I mean, we just go through like investigating, gathering clues and eventually sort of getting 
Podsman's testimony because he kind of accuses Edgeworth because it's his office. And then, like I said, later on, he accuses Gumshoe and Maggie also. So one of the new mechanics, which comes from the investigation, is Edgeworth's logic. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this mechanic a little bit, Diego? Yeah, the way I think about it is like, you know, like ABCs. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, like, oh, that thing about the, the mind palace and whatever, well, this is like Edgeworld Fuck. mind palace or something it like really that. It really is like that. I hate <laughs> that you said that so much. Um, however, unfortunately, I can't argue with you. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. It's like you gather clues, but instead of having like a core record or something like that, you basically like store those like thoughts and then you go to like the logic menu and you can like combine them to like get like more um i don't know if, if calling like evidence but kind of like making uh or like arranging the case okay like more more solid leads on what's going yeah. on it's cool yeah it's, it's like different it. enough it's, yeah, yeah 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 it's so suitable for edge <laughs> yeah that's true yeah 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 whenever he combines two pieces of evidence together correctly he says eureka oh yeah <laughs> it's too much uh, he has like this glare whenever he he does it right which yeah. is very funny <laughs> i'm not gonna make it through this game <laughs> he at one point i think this is when he like points out a contradiction of Portsman or something he says i'm starting to sound like him this will be a recurring theme through the game mm. veiled references to a certain other man <laughs> Who, who's that don't even worry about it Oh yeah, one thing that I really like about this is that they've updated Edward's theme, and now it has like a, a heavier bass line. It rolls. It's really good. Yeah. I think the the music in general is like different, like really different, but mm-hmm. it still carries that same DNA from the trilogy, which I appreciate. I think that's pretty thematically accurate to like how Investigations is the game versus the main <laughs> trilogy. Um. Oh, I have a note here that says like the logic mechanic really feels like a two thousand and five ass DS game. I I can't elaborate on that, but it just feels so like that era. Maybe that's just when I played a lot of these kinds of games. But I don't know. Anyway, also I guessed two thousand five, and it was actually two thousand nine. This game came out, and I was like, holy shit! Like, Whoa. we're making progress in our playthrough. I know that's partly because we skipped Justice for now, but why did I say Justice? Apollo Justice. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, 2009. Get some some updated technology, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, it makes me... I mean, I barely played it, but it makes me think of, like, Trauma Center in a way. Because, like, yeah. that vibe, I think. It definitely has the same, like, nostalgia for me. Like, I definitely played this game and Trauma Center in the same year. <laughs> like, 100%. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we end up basically defending maggie right like we end up basically playing defense attorney in this little mock trial that's going on and as we unravel portsman's accusation of her we end up thinking hang on a minute maybe he did it what a surprise (laughs) and yeah we we do an investigation of the hallway and we figure out that like he got maggie to open edgeworth's office by switching the uh, numbers on the office door right which feels like something that security in a prosecutor's office should not be able to do (laughs) <laughs> yeah but you know this universe does not have any kind of security or like legal like anything <laughs> anything good to do with the legal system doesn't exist <laughs> uh which is interesting because we're about to play a game about a prosecutor and also a cop 
who has his own partner button on the Yes. <laughs> a very good mechanic, if you ask me. <laughs> so basically, anytime that Edgeworth is with somebody, you have a dedicated button to speak to them, which you could always do in the trilogy by, like, if you went back to the legal office, usually you could talk to Maya, but uh, having a big button with Gumshoe's face on it is fun. Yeah. So yeah, eventually we find out that Portsman killed his partner. By the way, the victim was his partner Cobb, which makes it even funnier when he does burst in at the beginning and like makes all these theatrics about like, oh no, my partner was killed, and then you find out it was actually him. I mean, well, you already know it's him at that point, so yeah. But we also find out, like I said earlier, that the man who threatened Hedgeworth with a gun was a different guy, and he stole some files from the office, which are based on, like, a bigger case. And, um, that's kind of our intro to the rest of the game, uh, which kind of hints at a larger conspiracy, which you, you mentioned earlier. Hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, that's that's basically it. And I was like, okay. It felt like more, like more introductory case than, I don't know. Like the usual tutorials that we have. So I'm curious about how, aside from like the references and like the conversations and such, like how much story there's going to be in. Because I don't know, like the structure is different in that regard as well. It's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting that it's definitely going like the trials and tribulations route of like the introductory case has big relevance. Like the last part of this case is like, oh, like, to get the full picture of the story, we have to go back in time two days to, like, a thing that happened two mm -hmm. days ago. So, clearly, we started on Edgeworth, like, getting back to his office, but the story, as it actually happened, things started, like, two days ago, at least, right? So, I think that's interesting, because that, like I said, is something they did in Trials and Tribulations, but it's not something they did in the first two games. Like, those two were very throwaway. Although, I mean, Maggie was introduced <laughs> in the second game tutorial, right? And she's back again, so... I can't remember if she shows up again through the rest of investigations, so that'll be interesting. I hope so. It would be weird if it's just like one isolated case, but I don't know. Me neither, because I do not remember this game very well, but uh, that makes me very excited. I did get spoiled that Francisca comes back at some point, <laughs> which, I mean, it's not like a huge spoiler or anything. But yeah, aside from that, I don't know like anything about the story or like what's going to happen next. Yeah, I, I really don't remember. I remember, like, some stuff about the last case where, like, a lot of stuff gets wrapped up. Mm. But the in-between parts, pretty much nothing. I mean, I know, I know like, the basic setting of the next case, but... Yeah, I guess, now that I'm thinking about what the next case is, like, other stuff is falling into place, but... Anyway, there's a lot that I'm excited for. I do think it's interesting, like, even the structure of, like, how we've talked about it is, like, kind of gives away that kind of weird... Again, I don't know whether it's too short to say that it's weird pacing, right? Mm -hmm. But it kind of gives away, like, the second third of this case is, like, really flattened. Because it's just like, oh, we're, like, pointing out contradictions in Portsmouth's argument. We're, like, putting logic together. We're, like, going around looking for evidence and stuff. But, like, there's not a lot there that I want to talk about, like, thematically and stuff. And we never go through, like, every single individual contradiction. And we never have in, like, the other games and the trials and stuff. But... Yeah, it's weird, right? Like, we talked a lot at the beginning about, like, the structure, and then we talked about, like, the opening of the case, and then it was just like, oh, yeah, and also Portsman was, like, found guilty. But he wasn't even found guilty, because we haven't had a trial. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a weird situation, but I think, well, I hope, my hope is that it'll feel natural, like, when we get into the rest of the game. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if not, that's interesting, too. <laughs> yeah.
like again, there's a lot of information they down like towards the end that is like super interesting, and I'm curious to know like, how that goes from here. But yeah, it's it's a different uh, structure, or, and I'm not sure how to feel about it so far. So yeah, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. Well, I love to have a short episode. <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to mention on uh, on this case? I don't think so. No. Oh yeah, the sprites and all. I mean, mm. it's from the same era, but it reminds me of like a fucking game loft game uh, <laughs> that I used to download on my phones. But it's a bit more refined, and I also like the portraits when folks are talking. Yeah, they've definitely like added some new cool stuff for like the new style of game. Like you said, they've got the little pixel sprites now when you're running around. Uh, you get to run a little mini Edgeworth around and also Gumshoe follows him, which is very funny. <laughs> and like, instead of it being like that visual novel style, well, I mean, both of these are visual novel styles, obviously, but like the Eastern-y style was always like the one character in the middle of the screen with like the text box underneath, whereas now you quite often have like characters on both sides of the screen, like facing each other, which is nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a lot of... I mean, again, it goes back to what you said about the music. I feel like this is going to be our thing for this season, which we always come back to. Is like, it clearly has the same DNA, but things seem, like, not the same about it. <laughs> it's a remix. So yeah, cool. I, I'm very excited that we've got into it. This case, like I said at the beginning, has so many good Edgeworth moments, and that's going to carry me through this whole game for sure, but I'm also excited for... Yeah, seeing how the style plays out, um, seeing how the story all fits together because I have forgotten so much of it. Um, that's it. Just Edgeworth, mostly. <laughs> Is that it? Are we done? I think so. It's weird. Okay. We, we haven't had a short episode in a while. No, well, yeah, I think we're not used to it because, like, so actually Trials and Tribulations, we had a bunch of short episodes, but the last two of the series were, like, 90 minutes, so <laughs> we got to get back into the flow of just, like, talking for a little bit, but, um... You can find me on Twitter at JM Costello, and you can find the show at Breakdown AA. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Diego Arroyo66. That's our way. Great. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>